0: better skills, better doctors. Join Rebecca Ong and Michael Peluso from TCM Hub as we go beyond the nuts and bolts of clinical practice to navigate some of the more challenging aspects of being a self-employed physician. Welcome to Better Skills, Better Doctors. We are your hosts, Rebecca Ong. And Michael Peluso. Before we dive in, be sure to head over to tcm-hub.com and click Hub Community to join a network of your colleagues. There, you can get help with your herbal medicine cases and get coached on topics covered in this podcast. Hub Community is only for those who are licensed practitioners of Chinese medicine and students who are enrolled in an accredited Chinese medicine program. Hi, everyone. It's Rebecca again. Thank you for joining me again on the podcast. Uh, So most mornings, Michael and I, we start our day with coffee and conversation. It's actually a really lovely way to start the day. It's nice and slow. And we just allow our brains to come online a little bit. And, you know, it's just like a really nice way to get going and connect with each other before we dive into our projects for the day. And we usually talk about obviously TCM hub related stuff, but, um, and we talk about what our plans are for the day and brainstorming strategies, ideas, things like that. But often we'll end up talking about entrepreneurship, which invariably leads to the differences between entrepreneurs and non entrepreneurs and how the vast majority of people in the world are conditioned to be non entrepreneurs or to be employees. So I thought to record this podcast on the differences between the entrepreneur brain and the employee brain, or sometimes I call it the nine to fiver brain. Now, the majority of us, we, you know, went through a, you know, traditional school system, right? That the majority of us are first and foremost taught to think like employees. Because because school from an early age, it trains us to think like employees. You know, we're not really encouraged to think on our own or to ask too many questions. Um, In fact, it's discouraged in a way when you ask too many questions. Um, Teachers often get very irritated with you. And I know that firsthand (laughs) as a kid who asked too many questions and then being told that uh, it's just that's just how it is or because I say so those are the answers that i got anyways so we're not really encouraged to think on our own and we're actually discouraged to ask questions and to and to think on our own and we're taught and trained to get jobs working for other people most most of us most people we're not trained to create we're actually trained to consume and by that i mean we learn memorize regurgitate and then replicate That's what we're trained to do. And we're trained to follow rules and follow constructs. And if we don't follow, then we get punished in some way. We're also trained to follow authority and to wait for directions as to what to do next in an effort to follow a standardized path. And if you follow that standardized path, then we are told that we will be safe. And we're trained not so much to create our own work, but instead to be employed by those who create the work for us to execute that work so that we can afford to consume some more. And we're also trained into the construct that value is based on the time we put into our work. It's the classic clock in, clock out mentality, right? You clock in, you work your hours, you clock out, you get paid based off of those hours that you worked. The more time we spend working, the more we get paid. And I see this played out in the Chinese medicine field all the time, where people think the more time we spend with the patient, the more value that we're providing, which just isn't true. And we're trained to trade time for money. And this is the fee-for-service model that most of us create in our practices. Now, entrepreneurs operate from almost an opposite mentality, generally speaking, like nine to five employees, nine to fivers have to see things done first by someone else in order to believe that it can happen. Whereas entrepreneurs see it first, then try to make it happen. You know, so they create before they have the evidence. Entrepreneurs on the whole don't really follow the rules. I mean, we follow the laws, but we don't follow the rules or follow the constructs. And we, they actually often have to break them so that they can move forward with their vision in an effort to create new standards. And entrepreneurs, they create more than they consume. A classic saying or a classic uh, entrepreneur credo is nothing is unsolvable. So for example, instead of saying, I can't afford it, Instead, they'll ask themselves, what can I do to afford this? And then they figure out ways to make that happen. And entrepreneurs, they trade value for money, not time. The price of what they offer is based off of the value that they are providing out into the world. Now, I don't have any official statistics to back this up. So this is purely speculation, but excuse me, but I would bet that people with like people who more naturally lean toward that entrepreneurial brain uh, were the kids who did push back. You know, they didn't get A's in school. They, they kind of did their own thing. Maybe they got in trouble a lot or they just generally didn't fit in. And there's a saying by Robert Kiyosaki, the A students work for the C students and the B students work for the government, which is kind of hilarious. And, uh, I think is actually the name of one of his books. Um, so, <laughs> um, so these are just a few examples of both employee and entrepreneur differences. So it's really easy, like, you know, just off this limited, ex- what I just talked about, it's easy to understand why when people argue over things like taxing businesses or how people are running their businesses or how they should be running their businesses and what's considered quote unquote fair, there will never be a consensus. You know, because people hold perspectives based off of their own experiences and the way that their brain creates their thoughts. So someone who thinks like an employee and has only ever been an employee, they will of course have a very different perspective of right, wrong, should, and shouldn't, and how things should be than someone who thinks like an entrepreneur and vice versa. And neither perspective is right or wrong. They're just different. And often in opposite of each other. Now, because our thoughts create our feelings and our feelings drive our actions, entrepreneurs and employees will behave, solve problems, make decisions, take accountability, all of these things. They will do these things all very differently. I think one of the major behavioral differences between the two is the ability and the willingness to embrace uncertainty. In my opinion, I think everyone can be an entrepreneur and can be wildly successful and can make all the money that they want. I think everyone has the capability to do this, but I don't believe that everyone will. I don't believe that everyone is willing to embrace uncertainty and go through the discomforts that come along with being a successful entrepreneur. And the discomforts, meaning The discomforts that come along with not having a guaranteed paycheck, of surrendering their perceived control and safety, of becoming a salesperson now responsible for their own income, the discomfort of paying close attention to their cash flow, or of facing scary new things and doing them anyway, and the discomfort of allowing people to be wrong about them, which is a big one and really important. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with not being willing to be uncomfortable. As an entrepreneur, I agree that it's not going to feel good for everyone and maybe not going to, you know, be everyone's cup of tea. And frankly, you have to be just a little bit crazy to willingly put yourself through this shit. But this podcast is targeted for Chinese medicine physicians who are running their own practices. And if you are currently in business for yourself and you want to succeed, whatever your definition of success is, then you're going to have to be willing to embrace uncertainty. And if you want to be in business, stay in business and reach your dreams, you have no choice but to be okay with discomfort. And you'll have to put in some serious work And commit your time and energy into training your brain and your nervous system, which is also known as your mindset. You can't have the business of your dreams while holding on to the safety of an employee mindset. It just will not work. Becoming an entrepreneur requires an identity shift, specifically shifting from employee to entrepreneur, Now, some of you may be saying, well, I own my own business. That means I'm an entrepreneur, right? And technically, yes. If you go by the dictionary definition of entrepreneur, which uh, according to Merriam-Webster is one who organizes, manages, and assumes the risk of a business or enterprise. If you own and run your own practice, then this describes you. But despite technically being an entrepreneur by that definition, many of you still have an employee mindset. You may be financially responsible for your business, but you're still an employee within the business that you own. You've created a job for yourself in the company that you happen to also run. And it feels, for a lot of you, it feels more like the business is running you instead of you running your business. And I see many of you treating your patients like they are your boss, Because they provide you with your paycheck, you're obligated to do what they want, or you're obligated to take direction from them. This is not entrepreneurship. These are the same trappings of employment. Being an entrepreneur is so much more than owning a business, being able to set your own schedule, and taking on financial risk. Being an entrepreneur is an attitude and a mindset if you are at a point in your career where you're doing pretty well, you know, meaning you're paying your bills and paying yourself and you've got to this place from a place of survival or as we like to call it brute force and ignorance. (laughs) And now you want to grow and do big things, but you think that means ramping up what you've already been doing uh, and sacrificing even more of your personal life and priorities, then it's time for an attitude adjustment and an identity shift. You cannot get to the next destination on your journey with the same mindset and the same identity that has gotten to where you are now. This next phase, it requires totally different tools and a totally different you. Now I'm in the process of creating a brand new program that helps take you through this next version of yourself. It's designed to transform you from being an employee in your business who is exhausted, feeling trapped, overwhelmed, and on the way to burnout, to the CEO entrepreneur in the driver's seat of your business. And it's going to be very cool. And as far as I know, there's nothing like there's nothing like this, no other coaching program that's available to Chinese medicine th- physicians out there. And I'm still putting the full details and the curriculum together, but what I can tell you is, aside from it going to be amazing, um, but what I can tell you is that it's not going to be available for everyone. And I'm purposely putting very specific parameters and requirements on who can join this program. And the reason is because the content is just not for everyone at every stage of their career. It's only for people at a very specific point in their career. And because the last thing I wanna do is for someone to enroll in this only to realize that they aren't ready for this type of transformation. And that the program doesn't have value for them at this point point or stage of their personal and professional development. I don't I in short, I don't want someone to invest in something that they will not use. It, that does not serve anyone when that happens. So there will be an application process and it'll be ready to roll in early 2024. So that's my small whisper about what's coming up. So stay tuned on that. Okay. Well that's all I have for today. Um, if you need help with getting unstuck, getting out of your own way and wanting to step into a higher version of yourself, then life and performance coaching may be exactly what you need. Head over to tcm-hub.com/livingpractice or click living practice at the top of the page. There you can read more about coaching for self-employed Chinese medicine physicians and schedule an introductory chat with me. If you found this episode valuable, please share it with a friend. And if you could be so kind as to take a moment to leave a written review in your Apple Podcast app or rate us on Spotify, we would Spotify. We would really appreciate it. Thanks for listening and for considering new perspectives. Talk to you next time. Bye. Rebecca Ong is a certified professional life coach for Chinese medicine physicians. She is not a certified financial planner, financial advisor, or accountant. Life coaching is not a substitute for therapy, medicine, or medical treatment. Anything discussed in this podcast is for general education and entertainment purposes only.